0: Good morning and welcome to Bite Size. My name is Joni Pollock, and I'll be your host every Wednesday morning from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern right here at the Nachum Siegel Network. It's a Wednesday before Thanksgiving. A lot of smiles out there, I could tell. Frankly, why not, right? Nice little break probably for a lot of y'all. Probably uh, maybe going home to spend time with your families. Maybe you're excited for Black Friday whatever it is holiday season I don't know if you remember listening to the show around this time last year and I said there's a certain type of um, a certain type of people out there that for whatever reason are either always angry always not positive just kind of you know like getting through their day and that's all they want to do and whatever but for some reason from like November 22nd this year basically or even November 21st through January 2nd or so even those people are smiling right it's the holiday season there's always a certain you know people turn the corner around this time where yeah you're on the subway and everyone's kind of like miserable or just walking the streets and it's a lot of like stone cold faces and it's freezing outside and and, you know, every, everyone has different things going on in their life. And I'm sure there's, you know, there, there's reason to be negative here and there. But during this month or so, there, there there's a little more positivity in the air. There's a little more joy in the air. <clears throat> and for that, as the cliche goes, I am thankful. But Thanksgiving is tomorrow. Black Friday is, believe it or not, on Thursday night. And really in the last few years, it's kind of started like this whole week. They're already Black Friday's sales, but all right. Everyone's got to try to beat their competition, right? So this person's doing Black Friday or Thursday, or we're going to start a Wednesday. We're going to start a Wednesday, we're going to do a Tuesday next year. Soon Black Friday's going to start in August. Whatever. It's good for the consumer, right? It's good for the customers. Now, we got a lot of listeners here, and I'm always curious to see when you have a... This is kind of like a fake back-to-back holiday, <clears throat> And honestly, I don't even know, well, the truth is, I guess there's not really, I mean, I know Canada has a Thanksgiving at a different time, but I, I guess other countries, I don't know if other countries have a Thanksgiving, but, and Black Friday's not a holiday, but I was going to say it's back-to-back holidays, and um, <clears throat> I always wonder if people are more excited for Thanksgiving, or if people are more excited for Black Friday. What am I doing for Thanksgiving, you ask? Who asked me? I don't know, but I'm telling you anyway. <clears throat> when I was in Yeshiva University not long ago, a friend of mine from Cleveland <clears throat> Wow, my voice. Okay. A friend of mine from Cleveland and his uh, family opened their doors in Cleveland for a bunch of us guys. Come over, have a good time. Thanksgiving we'd leave like Tuesday night after our class of you Pick up the requisite Golan and go on our uh, 7 to 9 hour trek to cleveland 7 hours on a good night i think the first time i did it it was crazy snow it took 9 hours miserable <clears throat> and then after all you're going to cleveland i mean cleveland at least it's not detroit but it's cleveland and um i th- i don't remember if i did it 2 or 3 years but they opened up our houses for, their houses for thanksgiving and growing up, you know, Thanksgiving wasn't a big deal in my family. It was kind of just like, all right, we'll watch football. Um, if someone invites us out, great. If not, also great. Like, it's not anything really for our family. So, the really, the first time I celebrated Thanksgiving was in Cleveland with this family, and, and the Cats is there, and graciously opened up their doors for us. And it was really, you know, we'd show up at their house, 2 a.m. They wouldn't be awake, and there would be, like, snacks. It would be, like, it was just, like, snacks and fruit and this and that, just to... to eat, you know, and pig out on at, at 2, 3 a.m. when we arrived, and Wednesday morning we wake up, go to school, come back, and there's a lavish breakfast, and then Wednesday we're playing, you know, video games, and going to different places, and shopping, and Thursday morning we go play football, then we watch football all day, then this huge ginormous Thanksgiving dinner, or lunch, whatever it is, and, and then Shabbos, and it was truly a great time, and then, you know, everyone goes out of college. People got married. He got married. People move on sort of in life. And this year, I decided, you know, let's try to bring back the band together and uh, myself. And I think there's going to be five or six of us making the trek, into, including another married couple, making the trek down or west to Cleveland for Thanksgiving. So that's where I'll be. Now, you asked me which one I'm more excited for. Here, here's the truth in terms of Thanksgiving versus Black Friday. Um, I'm an online shopper. But I've done a really good job. You See, Amazon Prime made it made, made a mistake. Amazon Prime took away my student membership. I said, Amazon, you see how much I buy during the year because I have Prime. I promise you, if you don't keep me at my student membership, and you'd say, listen, I'm wrong for doing that, and that, that by the way, it, it's totally fair, and I hear that. I said, I will continue to pay fifty dollars for Amazon Prime and continue to be a customer of yours. But if you get me off, I promise you, I'm not going to buy. They said, eh. you know, probably calling my bluff. They said, nope. A hundred or bus. I said bust. See you. I I promise. I'd have to look at my account. It's November for the year 2018 in terms of stuff that I have bought personally for myself. Um, that includes like gifts for others and whatever, but just that I, you know, I sometimes I buy something for my mom or whatever that she just wants to order. That's not like I don't consider that me being <clears throat> buying. I have to go through my orders. I can't imagine it's more than five. I'm like looking right now. This is for my apartment. That has nothing to do with it. Um, In August, I made an order for myself. I needed some sunscreen and an e-brace. I'm totally going off track here. In June, I made an order for myself. That looks like that's it. In the last six months, in the year 2018, was it that much more? It doesn't look like it. A pair of pants because I ripped a pair of pants Some shorts. Yeah, literally five things, I think, for myself here. So, Amazon, you lost that battle. But I do consider myself an online shopper, and I like Black Friday, and there are things I need. Thanksgiving, though, has football and food. So, <laughs> it's a lot of the things that I like in both those days. I think I'm going to have to go with Thanksgiving, even though I'm not a Thanksgiving type of guy. But also, Thanksgiving's a long weekend. It's the start of a long weekend. I'll go with Thanksgiving, but Black Friday comes a close second. All right, let's talk about what's going to go on on this week's show. Joanna Sef- Shepson, excuse me, will join the program at 10 a.m. as she uh, interviews. Avigail Adler, again, that'll be at 10 a.m. or so, Tova in Israel, um, will not have an interview for us this week, uh, as you may have been following her on Instagram, on social media, um, she actually had her engagement party this week, she's been very busy moving into a new apartment that needs to be renovated, uh, we continue to wish her Mazel here, and hope for a smooth uh, transition into a new and happier life for her. Um, so Mazel Tov to her. She, she she says she'll be back hopefully next week um, as we get ready for Hanukkah. So uh, looking forward to that. But, again, Joanna Shepson at 10 a.m. or so. And um, the segment that has no name with Miriam Elwalek is TBD at this moment. Is TBD? I, I, I don't know. So just to be determined, just be on the lookout for it. If it does happen towards the end of this show, if not, I'll do a smaller wrap-up. But nonetheless... Stay tuned for that. All right, we're gonna kick things off with uh, one song and one song only as we do. Plenty of reasons to be thankful this weekend with Thanksgiving coming up, and let's keep that happiness as I started this show with. It's good to be happy, good to be joyous holiday season, and we start things off with Mahapecha Shelsim Khan a Wednesday right here, our pre Thanksgiving bite size at the Nachum Seagull Network.
1: I we are not me Hey! the mistakes behind i שמעתי שהתחלתם בלעדיי אף אחד לא עושה את זה יותר טוב ממני hey, הראש כבר מסתובב כולם deine märi scheine no o hei sem has getan und wir sind fort egal galu lui du so is no o hei sem mit zwar has getan und wir sind fort egal galu Mit der Mitzwoch, ab mit um eine vor, wenn mit um so smith get all be oh it's loy get the Ihr kann gelungen mit zwei, die Gangl- Däune It's fall. I'm Dolishmore. He saw he has, so he held the body marble. Tell a tale, tell, tale, tell, tell, tell Yeah. of Maccabees in Israel, L-L-L, yeah. when the Greeks tried to assail, sell, 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 yeah. but it was all to no avail, veil, 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 yeah, yeah, the war went on and on and on, until the mighty Greeks were gone. times, saying, hey, oh, spin the dreidel, just want to celebrate for all eight nights, singing, hey, light the candle, we say I'll have Their rivals thought, are they for real, 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 real? Those Maccabees, they never yield, 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 yield. They charged ahead with sword and shield, 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 shield. Yeah, yeah, the war went on and on and on. Until the mighty Greeks were gone, yeah. I put my lockers in the air sometimes, saying it dreidel Just wanna celebrate for all eight nights Singing eh Light the candle We say my o tune Oh yeah, for all eight nights Then we play dreidel By the candlelight And I told you once Now I told you twice About the miracle Of the candlelight And the great Minnow for eight days it kept on burning. What a celebration! A great return to Torah learning. Cause I, I, I can feel it, and I, 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 Nitskadol, nitskadol, hayasham, nitskadol, hayasham, nitskadol, hayasham, sham, sham, sham. Do 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 do. I spin my life 'cause in the end, sometimes, saying hey, oh, spinning the dreidel. Just wanna celebrate for. All My old dude, hold you for a lonely night
2: Noi the shim go be
1: so you can be in a No, the shim go be you can be in a No, the time is to me now. Bring him at him,
3: Take over, you ain't gotta be me or see what I see All you gotta do is take a look forward Lift up your eye to the sky, spread out your hands. Say thank you, smile, get them up, put them up, leave them up Ha ha, yeah, yeah, pump up the value every day Stand in place, heart racing, no words to say Pressure building, trying to hold my face Mind drifting like not today Wake up from everything Break out your shell and scream Ha Shim. you're the king Ha Shim. you're the king shim Hashem Malach Hashem In-Loch
1: To the world and the end Hashem Malach Hashem Malach Hashem in lo, Hashem
3: Soul. The creeper is fighting, we know. we raging a war, we won't let him go. Even if the world don't turn, the fire will burn. The h me a core, bronze, some sacrifice. Yeah, put H on me, we clapping loud, screaming loud. We're gonna take the crown, bring it back straight to the king. Then we bow, now who complete? Yep. Pick up a mix for lay down the hate. All I'm bar, or all I'm The feeling is great, what we can say. Praise Hashem, his name is great. Like the shine upon your crown
1: Hanukkah, Hanukkah, come light the menorah. Let's have a party, we'll all dance the hora. Gather round the table, we'll give you a treat. Dreidels to play with and latkes to eat. Oh. Hanukkah. Come light the Minota. Let's have a party. We'll all dance the Hoda. Gather round the table. We'll give you a treat. Treadles to play with and us to eat. And while we are playing, uh, our candles are burning low. So low. One for each night. They shed us with light to remind us of days long ago. One for each night, they shed a sweet light To remind us of days long ago Sevi von Sof, so so Chanukah, Chanukah, oh, Chanukah, oh. Chanukah, <laughs> Chanukah, Chanukah let me tell you, I I I Road, <laughs> Road,
2: Just like fire burning
1: out the way If I could let the world up for just a day. Take me higher, I can celebrate, no one can be, just me anyway, just like magic, burning through the night, I'ma show the world this amazing light, you catch that feeling, what you gonna share? Sometimes I feel that it's אני מאמין וניסים אני יודע שיש אל bio והוא בורי עולם הכוח של כולם שומע את כלי אני מאמין וניסים אני יודע שיש אל eux והוא בורי עולם הכוח של כולם ישלח Come on, New York, let me hear you. Ooh, in the world, there's no time. Don't let go, take all the תשמור, תשמור את התקווה תמחיר ובן אדם יש נסיב כל הזמן לא לבקור את הכל לטובה אז אם לך להתייאש רק תמשיך לבקש תשמור, תשמור את התקווה אני מאמין היא בנסיב אני יודע שיש אלוהים והוא בורא I shomea et I love mami I know that there are angels And he is the world The power of everyone He has given me the the I know that there are angels And he is in the world The power of everyone He hears all of me All of me I need a man And I a man I know the world The power of everyone He will be the the All the money toy, Oy Shell a meatball. A high miss him call, we call Carson Hall. Kisha all the Oy a Oy a Se um le my limbs.
0: Top of hour number two here on Bite Size, and it's time for Joanna Shepson's interview with Abigail Adler coming up right here, right now on Bite Size at the Nahum Siegel Network.
4: Thank you, Yoni. So today I want to introduce everybody to um, Abigail Adler. Um, she's sitting with me right now, and she is actually, I would like to say, she's responsible for a lot of the art and art workshops that take place in Jerusalem. Many of you as tourists have met her, you may not even realize it, but. Um, let me, t- let me let her tell her story. Hi, Abigail. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. So how long have you been in Israel for?
5: Um, actually, just this last week. It was seven years.
4: Oh, wow. Fantastic. Yeah. And did you have a background in art before you came here?
5: Not really. I mean, I've never really studied art formally. I learned uh, Jewish paper cutting about 15 years, about 20 years, uh, 15 years ago at Brandeis Collegiate Institute. BCI. A lot of the people from the States know what that is. Um, and that was a summer program for three weeks, and I got really into that. And then that was it. I sort of tucked that aside and never thought about it and, you know, got a real job. And, you know, went to grad school, got a real job. And I have a master's in Jewish education. And I was actually a teacher in the States for uh, seven years before I made Elia, teaching Judaic studies and also elementary school. But I always used art as a way to integrate what I was doing. If I was teaching geology, I would have the kids sit in paint with different colored sand or, you know, if I was teaching Tanakh, then the kids would, we would learn each day of creation and we would stop and we'd do a watercolor of, you know, reading the game carefully and what we, you know, um, what we saw for each, what we read for each day of creation. So it was always a way to like translate what I need to learn to help myself learn better, um, through art and making things visual.
4: Well, you're definitely a very, very creative person. And when you came here, you opened the Open Studio. So first of all, the name itself is very interesting. What is the Open Studio, and why is that the name that you gave it?
5: So I thought about this for a while, and I was walking down the street, and I was looking at thinking about, you know, what businesses – you know, are, you know, what businesses, you know, when you think of taglines of businesses or names, what is something, you know, that people can recognize and that explains what it is and it has to be short, one or two words, um, you know, and just kind of what are the things that stick in my head and I thought, well, open a, because it's sort of a double meaning, right, a, um, You know, the first is that it's open in the sense that my pedagogical philosophy with education, and this is where I kind of, I spent some time in schools in the States, and I almost, I think I spent too much time because I came out with the message, I taught in a few different schools, and the message that I came out with is that I'm too creative for schools that you know, I, I feel stifled and limited being in a classroom teaching out of a book or a curriculum. And you know, I wanna take kids out into the world and show them all kinds of things and have them paint and have them you know, explore and like, see what they're interested in and kind of follow them. I was really influenced um, uh, at a school, I taught at Beit Raban in Manhattan on the Upper West Side. And, um, and it's a Reggio-inspired school, Reggio Emilia, which is an educational philosophy out of Italy. And the basic idea is that the child is at the center of their learning and the teacher is a facilitator. So, you know, the teacher sits back and sees where the children want to go and what they're interested in and then sort of follows them and gives them, you know, inspirational things or experiences that will then push them to learn for themselves. So... That didn't really work in any other
4: school that wasn't a reggio school. I can't really see that working in Israel either right. in the school no. system.
5: <laughs> Which is why I, Dafka, did not. You know, everybody's like, "Oh, you'll teach English." There's so many. You know, you'll teach. And I, first of all, I thought, "Well, I'm not going to teach limo de Kodesh because my Hebrew's not great, and I'm not going to like, you know, be selling ice to the Eskimos." There's plenty of people here who do that much better than me. Um, but what I can do is I can bring myself and like more of a holistic idea. And so the and I realized after after about ten years in education, formal and informal in the states, is that. I don't really care about what I teach. I want to teach kids, you know, and I want to teach them about who they are and who they can be. And so at the studio, the idea, it's open in the sense is that um, really you can do anything you want. You know, my studio, my ideal, my dream space, I mean, since then I've had limitations of space and, you know, budget and all that stuff, of course, like everybody. Um, but the the dream and the vision is that you come into this space and You know, there's different things, everything's well-organized and color-coded, and the children sort of wander around and find their own paths into creativity. You know, you want to do glass painting, so we have one child over there doing glass painting. We have somebody else doing mosaics, somebody else is using a sewing machine in the other room. You know, and it's kind of like this, like, hub, but for kids, of creativity.
4: Which is so popular today, like that whole concept is so popular, and that's why you're able to take this environment and make it work in a camp setting, in a chug, like after school program setting, or um, for tourists, very often you'll set things up at First Station. Tell me a little bit about the stuff you do at First Station um, and where tourists can find you.
5: Okay, so um, during the holidays, usually Cholom Oed, Pesach, Hanukkah, and also in Israel, like when there's days, like if there's a strike or a snow day, I remember we talked about Or election day. Or or election day, or like a random day where we don't have Sundays, right? So, because kids are in school six days a week. So, um, you know, any other day where there's an opportunity, or even like, for example, Ta'anit Esther on Purim, right? So the kids are off of school, they get out at 12 o'clock, and the parents oftentimes are fasting, especially in Jerusalem. What are we going to do with our kids for the next six hours. So you can bring them to me and they can do a workshop. But anyway, back to the, the, for the tourists that, that come in. Um, so at the first station, I, I'm, I'm often there. And what I do is I set up some tables outside and I try and take, um, there's always some element of choice. What I do is I try and take a specific medium. Like I went to Mitzpe Ramon last winter, and I collected um, all different colors of sand, huge jars and beautiful reds and pinks and almost like purple. And so after that, there was, I think, like after Shavuot, so there was the day I was at the first station, and I brought all these colors of sand, and I showed the kids how to do sand painting. So there's some kind of, there's always a creative option. There's also, you know, a lesson in there that, you know, that it, whether it's, um, Recycling, environmentalism, looking at something in a different way, you know, using. So the, the back, you asked before about the name, so I just want to go back to that for a second. So there's two rules at the studio, and I try and use these as my, like, guiding philosophy and vision. And one is safety, which is emotional, physical safety, of course. Like, that's kind of a no-brainer. Um, but it isn't a no-brainer in the sense. It's also the way we talk about people's artwork. I never tell the kids, oh, that's good, or I love it, you know, because they say, is that good, and and I won't I won't give them that. So the second rule is you can't ask is this good or am I done? And the idea is that I don't want anybody to be dependent on me to tell them that they're an artist or to give them the you know, as always say the hotemet the stamp that you know you get the check for me you get the grade for me um it's that you need to decide right you need to decide what's good and if you've done your best and when you're done and I say to them I explain to them you know you can tell when you're done when you when you finish a meal and it's the most yummy meal you have and somebody offers you the best dessert in the world and you say no I can't I'm full that's how you should feel when you finish your art that's how you should feel good about yourself so art really is a way to teach, is to, to make something that you can, for me, the open studio, it's not about necessarily everybody knowing how to draw the most perfect, you know, profile or, or whatever. It's about being able to make something that I can use and have in my life every day, um, or for special occasions like a kiddush cup on Shabbat or something, you know, um, that, um, that I can use and I can, I can appreciate and know that I did it and nobody else in the world can do what I did. So we do glass painting, we do mosaics, we do all kinds of, um, I do now a lot at this first station, like painting with, painting on wood. It's like a wood stain. And then the kids can decorate. There's these beautiful, you know, uh, wooden letters and beads. I mean, basically whatever I see around me, I get different ideas.
4: So I saw on Facebook, because also Abigail um, posts lots of things on Facebook, so you could follow <laughs> her. Just check, look out for the Open Studio or Avigail Adler. Um, something with oil, something new with pouring oh. oil. That looked awesome
5: paint pouring. So there's this new thing I've been I've been trying and a lot of people last year were really into it and sending me all these you know tutorials saying you should try this. And so I started doing this thing called paint pouring and we did it at the first station during election day. We're also going to do it on Hanukkah. We'll have workshops in the afternoon where um, it's acrylic paint but it's diluted to a certain consistency and you mix it with glue that's also diluted and you kind of have a it, it's, it, you play with oil and water right? So oil and water repel and you put them together and you turn the you put them in a cup, you turn the canvas upside down, and then you sort of let the paint pour out of the cup onto the canvas. And you can sit and watch it and, and turn the canvas different directions. And, and, you know, so it's really fun. And the idea is also there's no wrong. You know, you don't like it, so do it again.
4: Pour and something each pattern else. is completely unique. Totally. Yeah.
5: And you never know how it's going to come out. And, you know, it's, it's very different. You know, there's a lot of, like, education and ideas behind what I do it's not you know I don't just throw anything together it's very well thought out and and the idea is like kids learn oh what's a beautiful oops you know that's one of the books I read to the kids in the studio what is it when you make a mistake well sometimes you can make something beautiful out of a mistake so um
4: that sounds so amazing. So you've really created what you said before. You've really created this art hub for kids in Jerusalem. And people can find you in so many different places. One of the um, summer camps that I love promoting is your summer camp, especially the part with the traveling art camp where you really incorporate Yerushalayim into your camp. Maybe give us like an example of what a field trip would be on a, in a camp like that.
5: Okay, so it depends because every week is completely different. Um, We have you know a week where kids learn about archaeology, and every other summer I do that because it's so intense. So the archaeology camp, there is no shortage of places. I always the hardest thing for me that week, that week or that summer. The, it's a one week camp, is figuring out actually that when I now make two weeks because there's just too many places mm-hmm. to go um, is trying to decide which trip we can go to. I mean, so that's easy, right? You have Ir David, you have, I mean, even with security you know, we're limited, we can't, if I can't take kids to the old city and I can't take them to Ir David there's so many in the new city um, so sometimes I'll hire, for example archaeology, I'll hire a tour guide Gilly Hoped is an amazing tour guide and he works with us a lot, um, and I told him, you know, we're learning archaeology, the kids will do, they will learn what is archaeology and the learn about stratigraphy and Jerusalem archaeology and what is an artifact and we'll go and we'll study different artifacts maybe the Israel Museum maybe we'll go on a walking tour around the old city and see different burial sites of the old you know first temple and Second Temple time period. And then the second week, the kids actually create their own societies. And they're in groups, secret, separate groups that meet in different rooms, and they're not allowed to tell each other, and they have to come up with rules for their society and artifacts, and they make stuff. And then what they do is they age it, right? They break their pots, and they you know, burn paper to look all crumply and brown on the edges. And then they bury it. Last year we went to the Nature Museum, and we found like, an area, so then we, we, we bury it. And the next day, the kids switched groups, and they That's learn. fantastic. Yeah, so the next day, each group group digs up the other group's Culture And they have to, with, with lines and grids, and they have to document. And so they really become little archaeologists, which is really funny. I oh, kids, I love that. I have kids that come back now, and they're 16, 17, they're counselors, and they remember they were campers during, you know, the first year I did it, when they were like, you know, seven or eight years old. And, and they remember exactly, you know, this, the religion was strawberries, and this culture worshipped the strawberry, and the broccoli <laughs> was evil. So it was this power, you know, they have to come up with all these really cool... Super anyway. creative,
4: and it really connects to Jerusalem and to Israel, which is fantastic. So if anybody wants to reach Avigal, you can email her at openstudio at funinjerusalem.com. And as she said, she runs summer camps, uh, Hanukkah camps, pre-Pesach camps. You can you'll usually find her at the first station, but send her an email and she'll let you know where she is. And you should definitely bring your kids over for a couple hours to do some uh, fun and Israeli-connected uh, art projects. Do you have anything else you want to tell us? Yeah,
5: so there's one more thing. So I also do private workshops for families and bar mitzvahs if people are coming in and they come to Israel a lot and they're looking for something that's a bit more than your average, you know, trip to Masada or whatever. So I do excursions where I'll take, you know, a family to Mizpah Ramon and we'll do watercolors or we'll do sand painting or we'll actually, you know, go to the Israel Museum for a sketch tour of the synagogue trail or. So I'm also, you know, meet small groups privately for different things like that. And family workshops at my studio with mosaics and things
4: like that. It's a way to really bring the history alive in a different and interactive way for kids. So it's fantastic. Thank you so much for sitting with us. Thanks. And we look forward to seeing the Open Studio continue to grow in Jerusalem and see where it takes you next. Thank you, Joanna. All right. And now back to you, Yoni.
0: Thank you, Joanna. And thank you, Abigail Adler. Fun in Jerusalem on Facebook and also on Instagram if you'd like to check out everything Joanna does. Joanna at FunInJerusalem.com where you will find um, just crazy, fun, good activities that Joanna has mapped out for you, planned out for you. If you contact her, if you want to just check out her social media or just online and just search through different options, that's the place to go, funinjerusalem.com or Joanna at funinjerusalem.com for more information. Plenty more music coming up here. And again, the segment that has no name with Miriam al is still TBD, but hey, we got like 40 or so minutes to figure that out, so uh Stay tuned. More music right here on Bite Size at the Nachum Siegel Network. <laughs>
2: Hey there, I'm the bit my bad Hey will schenken man, ne wart to dire Mashiach, it will only happen when we all get along. Everyone waiting for, she praying for, but let's love one another. Everyone sing, everyone out in song. <laughs> <laughs> be, 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 oh, ha, oh, 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 I know.
1: Mashamshi al bel al menas bel Shamsi al menas bel Shamsi A, they have to bear.
0: bite-sized to wrap things up i told you the segment that has no name with miriam alwag this morning is tbd and it was tbd up until a few minutes ago and now it is d it is determined good morning miriam alwag good, good
6: morning why was it d
0: well it's to be determined why, i mean why and now was it TBD? why i just wasn't sure i was that like you know, i don't know how the morning's gonna go if you're gonna be available what all the meetings mean? and the phone calls and then and that's true lo and behold
6: here I am. It is,
0: you know, close to uh, the end of the show, and you showed up. Sorry. So- and you're okay, and okay. you're here, uh, and you're, you okay. know, available. And sometimes it's hard on a Wednesday. You know, a lot of people think Wednesday is like, what's going on? Wednesdays are middle of the week. Especially There's because stuff it's a short going on and, and it's a short Wednesday. So you have to, like, wrap things how up. How short can we make it? Well, I, you know, <laughs> I'm ready to leave in uh, just uh, a few minutes. You. So uh, um, depending on how the segment goes, I guess. But uh, anyway, speaking of, it's a short week. Tomorrow is Thanksgiving. And Friday is Black Friday. Which, which of the two is your favorite of the holidays?
6: Interesting question. So there has been a recent request, or I should say petition, <laughs> okay, by yeah? uh, the Wallach children yeah. to participate in Black Friday. How so? How so what? How to participate?
0: Yeah, meaning, it used meaning to be, Thursday. Just like, okay, because like four or five years ago, Black Friday meant like 2 a.m. you know, or, or 6 a.m. stores are opening Friday morning. You'd wait online. Now it's like Monday night. Of the week of already. Right. You know, I got an email today night, that Black, Black Friday, Friday is already
6: starting. I got an email yesterday. Or is it Monday? I don't know. I feel like I'm getting emails <laughs> right. all week about That's Black Friday so specials. How, so, how would they like to it? Oh, they today? would like that after Thanksgiving dinner is over, which I am hosting.
0: Mm-hmm. Nice. Um Thank Thanks you. I'm looking
6: forward. Now, I did invite you, buddy. Don't even. <laughs> don't even. Yeah, yeah, anyway, yeah. Um, that we would basically leave the kitchen a disaster and go to the mall
0: you have a mall nearby i mean we have two okay
6: we have roosevelt field right um which is my mall of preference frankly and um then there's the green acres mall which is not my meal of my meal not my hungry mall i am (laughs) i was gonna grab my crackers on the way in but then i realized i'm about to go in the air right shoving my face with food is not the way to go um but anyway so that is so is that the plan I don't know that. That's the plan. We'll that's see how
0: the meal the re- goes. Yes, we'll see how thankful everyone is. I don't if feel like right negotiating
6: answers. with the children at this point. Right. Let's see how active they are in the cleaning up Ooh. efforts.
0: Is there any football going on on Thursday?
6: Yeah, do whatever you want. Leave me alone. Go play. Go play or go watch. It's go be big or go home. Here. Yeah, whatever.
0: It's gonna be freezing. Listen, here. Houston, it, yeah. it's it's
6: really not that big of a deal we're made for this. I know you wouldn't have known that last Thursday when the city was a total yeah, disaster right. and we had never seen snow before in our lives. I said to somebody, I said um it looks we're it looks a little bit more like Jerusalem here in the snow than New York in the snow because Jerusalemites are not um they're not used to the snow. Even I mean the expats, the Olim who yeah. are now living in Jerusalem clearly they mock those um who cannot drive in one inch of snow and can't figure out why those people can't park and whatever. Right. But still, Your slime is not made for snow. It's not conducive. There are no snow plows. Not at all. Right? It's uh, you and know And that's what it felt like here. It was chelm. It was absolute chelm here Thursday night. And my three hour commute home, I, I am is not a source of complaint. I am blessed that it only yeah, took right? me three
0: hours. I yep. would contend, by the way, a lot of people are, like, blaming it on DeBlas. You know, I just think it was – a lot of it had to do with us. We just – you know, the drivers, there people were, were not right. aware of what was actually going to happen. That And, okay, you want to blame meteorologists, whatever whatever it is, people just, you know, we're not prepared for it. it, it right. I think all said and done, that's really what it came yeah, down to. Yeah, no,
6: I agree with you on some level, on a lot of levels, that there was um, – there was just a lot of poor common sense or lack of common sense, yeah, I should say. It was, listen, yeah, that snow came and- down harder and people than than expected. It also came down more rapidly than people expected, and that clearly meteorologists expected. In addition, you had the whole "what it's mid November, cut this out" attitude, right? Um, where we were all semi in denial until we watched sure. everything. And I remember <laughs> when the three of us were watching the snowfall. I'm like, oh my god, it's really snowing! And you said, nah, it's not sticking. Hour later, hey, look, it's really sticky. Yeah, right. Yeah, and then I went out to the kosher store to get the food, and right. I mean, there was a kid in this in in snow overalls. Oh, cute! Right, w- cute, but it's mid November no, for God's God right. sake, and that's
0: the whole denial part. Right,
6: exactly. So there were a bunch of different elements. All that being said. The mayor of New York City cannot get up and say, right. um, this wasn't my fault. And anybody who says it was my fault is going to get fired. Like, like, this isn't kindergarten. Mm. Or it is Come kindergarten. On, is right. Kindergarten Fine. Is but th- it was just that, to me, that was a. A, a, yeah. a poor response to people's frustration.
0: And uh, it would have been interesting if it would have happened this week on Thanksgiving. I guess it probably would have been fine because there's not so many people on the roads. Well,
6: Nachum and I actually discussed it Friday morning on JM the AM whether or not if it had happened Friday, it would have been
0: better or worse. Nice pun with the weather or not. Yes, there. thank
6: you. And um, And I said that I thought it would have been a better situation because with a short Friday, if people had heard that would have been any snow whatsoever, people might have opted to stay home or work from home right. rather than go in for the commute. Might
0: have hurt the shopping, you know, all those Oh, uh, it would have, right, but, but, sales would exa- have but up, whatever. So
6: whatever, would have figured it out. Yeah, but either way, ways. I am looking forward to Thanksgiving. I love Thanksgiving because there's no candle lighting, because no one has to sleep over. Everyone can drive home after Yuntif meal is over, and that's it. It's Yuntif without the Yantif. Exactly. It's family without the hassle. It's all good. So I'm looking forward. Correct. Yep.
0: As am I, though I've got, you know, seven to eight hours in a car. Two ways to uh, get through this holiday season. But otherwise, pretty excited. You
6: know, Yoni, I'm actually surprised you did not bring up something that happened to me over the weekend, which was monumental, even though you mocked me for it. I mean, we talked about the snow. We didn't talk about what I did Saturday night. That's Saturday right, night. and I brought it in for Saturday
0: you. Saturday night. I brought it in for you. Well, I'm not saying this to be funny. I don't know what you're talking about.
6: I know, because I went to see To Kill a Mockingbird on Broadway, which I'm sure you've read the book.
0: Uh, no.
6: Never in high school? <laughs> Was
0: I supposed to? Yeah. Did oh,
6: we're punishing them. All right, I'll get you a copy. That's your kind of good person. Um, so I went to see, we went to see To Kill a Mockingbird on Broadway. It is still in previews. Did I know that, by the way? That it's in previews, or that no, I went to that see you it? you went? Yeah. Well- i i have been talking about it
0: oh well, i haven't yeah yeah, yeah. yeah clearly <laughs> cl- don't fill in that thought there honey yeah.
6: anyway so we went to see it and uh jeff daniels stars in right, it right right you've right, heard right, of right, him okay. because you're a newsroom fan yeah. and because um he was the president of nasa and the martian yes yes uh, i'm among not,
0: many other roles, among, amongst those.
6: a million other yeah. things that he has done right anyway so we went to see it it was fantastic
0: but the highlight was
6: the highlight of the entire evening. Might have been <laughs> when I met Aaron Sorkin after the play. That is correct. And by the way, he's just walking around, like he's literally just walking around. It How was did
0: you recognize him? For...
6: He's totally recognizable. What is are you, you...
0: saying? i to Google him.
6: Are you for real? Aaron you would not recognize Sorkin. Aaron Sorkin,
0: the Lord Aaron Sorkin.
6: Correct, his Creator holiness. Creator of Lost. It. What are you saying? He didn't write Lost.
0: No, that's J.J. J. Abrams. Right. Uh, what is <laughs> you, wrong with in you? And, and all these other... Oh, he
6: gewalt, your West Wing. He, really is, uh,
0: he really is recognizable. Yes.
6: Aaron Sorkin is completely recognizable.
0: Did you know who up, he grew up in Scarsdale?
6: I did not know that. That's an interesting tidbit. That's really funny, especially because... Presumably Jewish? He is Jewish. Right. He is Jewish, and um, he is Jewish. He is not religious. He... In the, in like, you know, behind the scenes stuff, uh, whether it was, there was a, there's a scene in Sports Night where Josh Molina's character has to stay late on a Friday night and he ends up making Kiddish on the show. Yeah. And. You made me watch
0: Sports Night. I liked it a lot.
6: Yeah. Sports Night's amazing. And so he make. Too short, but yeah. Right. Totally too short. He makes it, he makes Kiddish, and Molina does not say shame Hashem. He makes an onset correction because he knows he's not, not allowed, supposed to, right. and he says, um, "You know, he says the 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 uh, substitute that right. we use for shame Hashem when we're just repeating a bracha right. that has no meaning." Um, so that was a little interesting tidbit, and also, I mean, the Jewish uh, the nods to Judaism Every, in yeah, West Wing and, and all these things for the correct. Most part. Um, I'm like
0: looking at all the different things he's right are all been a part in there. Yep.
6: But um, To but Kill a Mockingbird was excellent. We had seen Sorkin in uh, that, that area is called the Schubert Alley between 44th and 45th Street where there's like a cut through between the, the, the theater houses. Okay. Um, Near the Schubert Theater and the Booth Theater, like that whole area. Anyway, um, and that's where a famous West cut Wing scene. Cut going sc- north and south. Correct. Yeah. And that's where a famous West Wing scene in uh, the episode of The War of the Roses takes place. Right. Yeah. When- season four, yeah. Yes, season four. Good guess. (laughs) Oh, my God. You should cut this segment short. Anyway, so first we see him before the play has started, and Stephen's like, Miriam, it's Sorkin. It's Sorkin. And I see him, and he's like walking right by us and going into the stage, going in through the stage door. I'm like, All right, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. And then meanwhile, the play is over. We're like hanging out outside and all schmoozing. And then there's Aaron Sorkin, just
0: secretly hoping you'd bump into him. Uh, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. And he's
6: like, he's shaking everybody's hands. He's taking pictures with whomever. Like, he's. Do you have a picture with him. I did not take a picture with him. I have a very strict "don't bother people" rule. I'm a New Yorker, so I wasn't going over to him <laughs> I at, feel at like all. It
0: doesn't go. To no, no,
6: no, no, no. It certainly does. New Yorkers, you know, we respect the right of people to live peacefully here in our wonderful city.
0: I've always been picture over autograph guy.
6: Well, I wasn't either. I wasn't bothering him. And then all of a sudden, and my daughter, who was with me, she's like, you know you want to meet him. And then he literally is walking by us. And she's like, this is ridiculous. And she goes, Mr. Sorkin, this is my mom. She's a huge West Wing fan. And he puts out his hand. And I shake his hand. I said, I said, Mr. Sorkin, it's an honor. He's like, wow, that's, he said, you've made my night. And I said, thank you very much. I said, it's a, you know, it's a pleasure. He's like, you have made my night. He shook Stephen's hand and then he like Stephen take a picture we did not take any pictures and then he walked away and my daughter looks at me she goes you're welcome I just made your life <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean yes yes so, sort of she fair. might be right <sighs> okay that so was so thank your you for night. asking yeah
6: about my To Kill a Mockingbird experience I now really I must recommend that you go see it after you read the book is there, is
0: there a lottery for it because then maybe um, <laughs> and I will definitely not read the book I don't I read I for you no I don't I don't read books like Bishita, I, I don't like books though. I mean, yesterday's commute of you know whatever that hour long, forty five minutes was was reading a, a mystery article on the cut about like a haunted house. It was interesting. I don't it kept even me know it, it kept anything. me reading for forty five minutes. But I won't read a book book.
6: You won't read a book
0: book? No, I don't read books. Why? I don't know.
6: Is that for next week?
0: Maybe we could talk about it next week. All right. Okay. Abraham's telling me that we got to go. Sorry, sorry. So Abraham. um, he wants to start his Wednesday live lunch. They don't do Thanksgiving in Israel, do they?
6: Well, a plenty of. Only him do Thanksgiving. Absolutely. I think
0: I asked him earlier this week. I forgot what he told me. How like maybe they're gonna have like turkey burgers or something. I don't know. He's doing something. You know, your listeners want to know how you're celebrating Thanksgiving if you are even celebrating Thanksgiving um, over there. So um, you let them know. I won't speak on your behalf. But anyway, thank you, Miriam Elwalik. No, thank you. And um, yeah, we got to wrap things up. So thank you all for tuning in for the last two hours here with me on Bite Size. Wishing you all a happy Thanksgiving. A great. Um, long extended weekend, and I'd like to remind you that the bite size is always, always, always the right size.